Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Top Tier Tactics. Week one just went by and all our predictions got thrown away. Chris, how you doing? It's good. It's good to be here. Fantasy football is here, obviously. Uh, typical week one. Shit is everywhere. It's bad. <laughs> it, it, it's pretty entertaining. Yeah. Um, but you got to love it. Oh, yeah. Got to love it. Got to love it. This is where everybody's kind of figuring out what's going on, who's getting the touches, who's getting the points, who's getting the touchdowns. And I think we should say this right off the bat is don't overreact. Yes. Do not overreact. Yeah, especially if you had Sammy Watkins on your bench like I did. It's yeah, I mean it's people are trying to trade for Sammy Watkins with with a force right now. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I understand Tiger Hill's probably going to be out for 6 to 7 weeks, but don't put all your eggs in one basket. Oh yeah. At least wait sure. like 2 3 weeks before you do something ridiculous, but Let's relax a little bit on the first week. Yeah, let's let's chill out. NFL headlines. So why don't we start off with the big news? Tyreek Hill. Out. Obviously gonna be out for six to seven weeks. I mean, this is a heavy blow, but the Chiefs spent most of off season. Off season, sorry. <laughs> off season. Off season. Yeah, there you go. Off season, preparing an offense without him. So it's not the end of the world for the Chiefs' offense, but you drafted him most likely in the second round, so it's going to be a detrimental blow for yourself. It's going to hurt. Team. It's going to hurt a little bit, for sure. Good news is they didn't put him on IR right away. Yes. So I mean, there is a chance he'll be back at some point I mean I think it's more going to be like six weeks is what they're saying right now it could be a little bit longer than that Mm -hmm. and history shown in the NFL that it has taken almost exactly six weeks that injury to have healed up so as of right now Sammy Watkins is basically uh, I'd say a top tier receiver at this point he's wide receiver one yeah must Must start start. Um, what do you think it does with Harmon he still had zero catches, zero targets. Mm-hmm. I don't expect him to get much more. Maybe he'll get a catch or two. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Watkins and Demarcus Robinson are going to be the guys you're going to want to look out for. Uh, you can put Harmon on your bench. I don't expect anything from him. I, I need to see it before I do anything drastic with putting him in my lineup. I know he's like a Tyreek Hill, um, but he's not there. Exactly. Not, not even close. Kelsey should get a nice boost. Oh, for sure. Kelsey will get a nice boost. Uh, Damian Williams, they would put him in the slot a little bit here and there. No, so. he did not look good running the ball, but he looked great catching it. Uh, LaShawn McCoy definitely looked like that he was going to be the guy running the ball. He looked yes. pretty good. Um, had a little wiggle to him. Uh, Damian Williams looked twitchy, if you could say. Uh, yeah. Catching the ball, he was great. He, he made some moves here and there. Uh, they did put him in the slot a little bit here and there, but he'll, he'll that will give him a little bit of a boost too. Darius Geis. Ah. Oh, I had Hill and Geis in the same league. You know, it's it's really hard to see. 
I mean, you thought it was great news, Adrian Peterson not not getting the start. Healthy scratch. A healthy scratch. So Geis was going to be your guy. And 10 carries for 18 yards is not what you're looking for. No, he looked very nervous, rattled. Would probably would probably be the best word to describe it. Yeah, I mean, he's likely to miss time. It's not his ACL tear knee that he had last year. It's the opposite knee. Had an MRI, um, didn't really see anything. He's going to miss some time. Now, is that worse news if it's on the opposite leg? Because now that's two bad knees. I think so. I mean, he also could be compensating if his ACL tear knee was not rehabbed completely the way it needed to be and they rushed him back a little bit but we'll see what happens it's not good news no not at all all. adrian peterson is a guy you're gonna want to look out for uh thompson it gives thompson a little bit of a boost as well also mixon after going down very early last or yesterday his mris came back pretty good might even start week two against the Niners. But even then, I'm still pretty nervous starting him. He's going against the Niners. That offensive line didn't look good. The Niners' defense looked great. They they did look mm-hmm. very good. I know Jameis is not the greatest quarterback in the world, but they did look good. Um, we'll see what happens with Mixon. Hopefully, it, it sounds like he could play. Yes. Um, but we'll go from there. Tevin Col- Coleman. High ankle sprain. High ankle sprain. They won't put him on the IR. They're most likely going to add a running back, is from my information. It's not a good look for Coleman. Now, Raheem Mostar would be the guy I'm looking at. He looked better than Brita yesterday, and he's definitely going to take on a much heavier workload. He's definitely going to be a great flex spot. Yeah, I mean, I'm opposite. Brita's my guy for that. I think Brita's going to take that spot, and Coleman's not going to get it back. Um, but Mostart is a guy that you need to look out for, especially in deeper leagues. And Adam. Right away. Yeah. How much fab would you spend on somebody like Mostart? Uh, probably not a lot. Just I don't think there's a lot of people that know about Mostart in general. Hmm. And I think he is like 0.4% owned. Now, so he's available in every single league. Now, we're watching Hyde doing pretty good right now. He is. Which one would you rather? Mostert or Hyde? Yes. I'd probably rather have Hyde. You got a high powered offense. And uh, Duke Johnson, they're sprinkling him in a little bit too. Uh, it, it seems like almost a 50 50 share. I'd say Coleman, or I'd say Hyde's getting a little bit more. But he looks good. And that offense is top tier. So I would have to definitely go with Hyde just, to, just to see where you're at. Okay. Now, Devin Funches. Another collarbone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Funches is out. He's probably going to go on the IR. Or I think he did just go on the he IR, did go correct? On the IR. Um, Paris Campbell gives him a little bit of a boost. I still don't think he's fantasy relevant. Um, T.Y. Hilton's probably going to be the main guy there. I don't see that offense being able to spread it out and having two fantasy relevant wide receivers. Do you see it that way too? Uh, yeah, I see it that way. I mean, they're going to have a touchdown. Every once in a while, and you're going to start him because you're point chasing, and then you're going to be disappointed. Yep, and then obviously Nick Foles, 
uh, went in surgery. Ouch. <laughs> uh, broken clavicle. Poor guy. Throwing a beautiful touchdown pass, oh, yeah. too. At to least DJ if Chart. you broke it, at least you threw a touchdown on it. Yeah. Um, that drops down Fournette a little bit and drops really? down all those wide receivers, in my opinion. I feel like they have to run the ball a little bit more now. Mm-hmm. He could be compensated by the lack of quarterback. Just the volume yeah. base is what you're talking about? Yeah, I think like the volume base will compensate for the lack of quarterback. I can definitely agree with that, but my main concern is that team is already in disarray. I don't know what who is controlling that team, but Miles Jack got ejected. They First seem like quarter. yeah, it doesn't seem like there's any control over that team literally at all. So I I don't want to deal with Fournette to be honest. Yeah, I feel like that's very fair. I, I I mean, I would try and trade him and, and try to get someone that I know for sure is going to be there. It it depends, man. It depends what you need. Um, obviously, if you're getting rid of Fournette, you want another running back. So, an Eckler Gordon. Uh, I don't think I could justify Gordon for Fournette. I would be fine with Eckler and Gordon. Both of them. Yes, because it's safe pick. You're fine with it, but I don't know. It depends. It really depends. Anyways, you want to get right into it? We got the whole week to cover. I know. Rams, Panthers. What the hell? I thought this was my game of the week. This was our game of the week right here. Yeah. I mean, it was a good game. It was close, down to the wire, down to the last drive. Yeah, Jared Goff, 186 yards, touchdown, interception, and a fumble. It really wasn't anything huge. Uh, he had the, a very disappointing game. Yeah, big news was Todd Gurley and Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown stole two touchdowns from Todd Gurley, and then also Daryl Henderson's one carry, which I think is big news. Is it? <laughs> I mean, it's something to realize and know. A lot of people drafted him high. Uh, one carry, he was at, I think, the two- or three-yard line, got no yards, but that's a goal-line carry taken away from Todd Gurley. Yeah, and they were all... Taken after that by Malcolm Brown. And Malcolm Brown got two touchdowns. So Gurley got 14 carries. Malcolm Brown got 11. Are you super concerned if you're a Todd Gurley owner? The touchdown numbers are just not going to be there anymore. You're basically hoping you're going to get the yards. And, I mean, while he did have 97 yards on 14 carries, you need touchdowns if you're a running back, especially a second round to first round running back. You got to get those touchdowns. Well, you drafted him in that position because you thought, okay, if they take some of his workload, he's still going to be that red zone guy, correct? And obviously, we thought wrong because that's not what it's that's not what McVay is showing us right now. Yeah, as of right now, but I mean, it is just week one. Yeah, let's not panic. It, it, it's just something to remember. Um, but definitely, Malcolm Brown's a guy. If he's on your waiver wire, you're gonna. Try to go out. How much fab would you spend on him? I mean, it's the beginning of the year. You don't want to go too crazy. I think if you do have Todd Gurley, you're going to spend more fab than most people. So if you have 100, 100 fab, I would say 7, 8, something like that. Can so you 7, really, 7%. As a Gurley owner, can you really justify taking a second Rams RB? At that point, you're just basically putting in a handcuff. 
I mean, if the guy's getting touchdowns and he's relevant, which 53 yards and two touchdowns is relevant. I would say so. But, you know? of course, he has to get the touchdowns. You subtract the touchdowns, 53 yards is not relevant. Can't subtract them if it's already happened. So, I mean, touchdowns will come and go, but if they're going to have him in a goal line position on a top-tier offense, then he's going to be relevant. I agree there. And, and especially with Todd Gurley owner, I I think you need to carry him. Because if they're concerned about Gurley now and his workload, they're concerned about that knee. If something happens to that knee, your second rounder is gone, and you have no one to back that up. Yeah, but that still sounds like more of a handcuff. Who else are you going to have on your bench? Uh, that, that's situation with, with that scenarios. high upside. You're you're not going to have a lot of people on Probably your bench not. with that high upside. The top tier offense that if he goes out, Malcolm Brown's a guy. I mean, there you go. I mean, people are holding on to Daryl Henderson. I know a lot of people will drop him this week and probably pick up Malcolm Brown. Or at least attempt to. Yeah. Well, of course, if you're going to have it, well, if you have Daryl Henderson, then you're kind of hoping that he takes the role or Gurley was going to get hurt. At that point, you're basically switching handcuffs. If you were a Daryl Henderson owner. Switching to better handcuffs. Correct. Yeah, by far. He's one carry for zero yards. Uh, why don't we go to the wide receivers? Yeah, I feel like that's relatively straightforward. I mean, they all three of them had relatively decent games. None of them got the touchdowns. Brandon Cooks had way less targets than everyone else. Um, the corner that was guarding him was a really good matchup for him. I'm not concerned about Brandon Cooks. I'm not concerned about Cooper Cup or Robert Woods. It's week one. Yes. Let's see what happens next week. Robert Woods had 70 yards, eight receptions, 13 targets. He He's okay. Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup had 10 targets. So there's no concern for me with them. What do you, What's your opinion on that? Yeah, I'm not worried at all. I mean, uh, Brandon, uh, yeah, Brandon Cooks had his corner beat deep. Goff overthrew it. Unfortunately, that would have been a 40-yard touchdown. So, I mean, that one we're going to just chalk up as unlucky and uh, pretty much start them again. No more normal business as usual. Business as usual. Why don't we go right into the Panthers? Yeah. I mean, Cam Newton was pretty disappointing this game. Cam Newton was very disappointing for a lot of people. I mean, they probably got you two points. It, 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 was, it was pretty bad. 239 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception, and one fumble lost. Ouch. I mean, I feel like it's not a surprise. Mm-hmm. We saw him hurt. We saw him unhealthy. And we saw just the lack of talent around him other than McCaffrey. And I think we see it from the stat line. McCaffrey, 19 carries, 128 yards, two touchdowns, 10 receptions, 81 yards. And then the next guy below him is DJ Moore with seven receptions at 76. This is the Christian McCaffrey show. I, I mean, we knew it was Christian McCaffrey show. But DJ Moore is obviously relevant. Seven receptions, 76 yards, 10 targets with a horrible game from Cam Newton. So say Cam Newton had 450 yards with two, three touchdowns. It's probably going to be a DJ Moore show with the Cam Christian McCaffrey show. That, that to me, that seems like that's a good look at least. You can yeah. at least see that he can move up and, and progress and get you some points if Cam Newton gets his shit figured out. And it is only week one. 
it's not a big deal. The biggest concern for me was the hype train on Curtis Samuel. Three receptions, 32 yards, four targets. Rams' defense is pretty good. We'll yeah, give him that. Yeah, we'll give him that. It's only week one. Um, but it's something to remember because everyone was very hyped on Samuel this year. Yeah, but when McCaffrey's doing work, you just got to feed him. Got to feed him. Okay, other than this game. Why don't we get right into the Eagles-Redskins game? Eagles coming back from being down 20-7. to seven. I mean, I think we felt it. I think we knew it was going to happen. Um, what we didn't know was the Redskins were going to show up to this game. Oh, yeah. They came uh, ready to play. <laughs> Case Keenum, 380 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, wow. He put, he put on a performance. Against a... A solid defense oh, yeah, and a good, defense. good front seven. Oh, uh, yeah. Corners aren't the greatest, but I definitely thought that front seven was going to get more pressure than they did. Yeah, I expected a little bit more out of them, especially since the Redskins left tackle isn't even there. They're starting Donald Penn. But yeah. I think the real big story here, other than Terry McLaurin, is Darius Geis. 10 carries, 18 yards. Basically, AP is going to be the guy from now on there. Yeah, I I would say so. I mean, there was – they were talking about how, why he got scratched, healthy scratch, which was he was irritated with his workload. Yeah. Because Geis was going to take over. But it looks like 10 carries, 18 yards, Geis is not going to be – No. Especially with an injury. AP is a guy I would pick up on the waivers – uh, if he's not on the waivers, or just hold him on your bench. Is guys see what happens? No, I don't think guys drop. I think he is. I would make it. I would rather have Malcolm Brown than guys. I mean, hot take. I guess that's your flavor. I don't know. Like right now, you have a guy with two bad knees, and even when he was supposedly healthy. 10 carries for 18 yards. He didn't look healthy, though. If you watched him play... He had an offseason to get healthy. Yeah, he didn't look healthy, though. He had a year and an offseason to get healthy. Yeah, I mean, ACLs take a little while, especially with the issue with the Redskins surgery team, whatever the fuck they are. <laughs> with infections, every time they do a surgery, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. But Christian Thompson is a guy to look out for. PPR... He's if AP is the starter, Thompson will be the third down back. Yes, and catch a lot of passes because they are going to be down a decent amount. I know that defense is very good, but I mean, Chris Thompson, ten targets, seven receptions for sixty-eight yards. That's nothing to scoff about. That's easy points. Not at all. PPR for sure. Half PPR. Um, now, what about this receiver that's just come out of nowhere? McLaurin. McLaurin. Lauren. Lauren. I know you have opinions on women names. I don't know. I don't know how I could start a guy with the last name of Lauren. You should have. I should have. I don't think anybody started him. If you started Terry McLaurin, congratulations. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I don't think anyone did. Nobody did. Yeah. Nobody did. Unless you're his mom, his dad, and maybe a younger brother. Other than that, nobody else did. Yeah, no. Five receptions, 125 yards, one touchdown, seven targets. Now, is this going to happen again? Or was this just No, a, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I, think so. I, I really don't think so. No. I mean, they don't have many receivers to take away the targets. 
but I just don't see something like that happening again. Yeah. I mean, it's a guy for fantasy or for dynasty is to, he's probably been drafted already. Uh, yes. I mean, if, if not, and he's on your waiver for dynasty, pick him up uh, and hold on to him. Let's go to the Eagles. Carson Wentz. He balled out. 313 yards, three TDs on 28 of 39. I mean, I don't, do I need to say anything else? No, nah, it's pretty good. I mean, he played great. Yeah, uh, He is going to be a stud, and I keep saying it over and over again. Don't start Trubisky over him. And I hope the guy that I talked about last week started Wentz instead of Trubisky. If not, uh, oh, you know, that's your fault. Uh, Yeah. Was a good effort. Uh, the interesting thing here is the rushing aspect of yeah. Darren Sproles, Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders, and then obviously Wentz with four. It's that, more than a committee not. at this point. It's like a it's, ball club. It's it's pretty even. I mean, uh, Howard, six carries for 44 yards. He's definitely the most impressive uh, one. Darren Sproles, nine carries for 47. Uh, Miles Sanders, 11 for 25. That's very disappointing. So, I like to add. So I know you're a Jordan Howard truther. I'm a Miles Sanders guy. Um, this looked like a straight committee. I know Sanders got the most carries and the most touches in this game. Um, it was a little depressing for all of them, to be honest. Yes, but, I mean, if Howard's getting six carries for 44 yards, I don't see why they're not giving him a little bit more. Uh, this is a committee. You don't start anybody here. This is unless somebody gets hurt. Nobody here is startable. I don't understand why they're using Sproles. Nine carries for 47 yards. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll see what happens. Receiving, Deshaun Jackson, eight receptions, 154 yards, two touchdowns, 10 targets. That's a lot. More than Earths. That is a lot. And uh, he's going to be relevant, yes. obviously. They have something for him. Uh, it's, it could be a a big year for Jackson. Yeah, bigger than when Fitz Magic was there. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, Deshaun Jackson. You should feel comfortable starting him. You think wide receiver three? Your wide receiver start? three flex. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. I mean, he could be a wide receiver two. He if he plays like that, he's a wide receiver one. Oh, but. for sure. But I think you. After this game, you could feel comfortable with him in a wide receiver two spot. Yeah. Him or better than Jeffrey? Yeah. Really? I I feel more comfortable with Deshaun Jackson than Jeffrey. I think I'd still feel comfortable with Jeffrey. Okay. I mean, I think Jackson has way more upside. Safer. Okay. Alshon, you know you're going to get a couple yards. You know you're going to get some catches. You know you're going to get some red zone targets. Yeah. Unless Deshaun Jackson busts one for a long one, then I I don't see him scoring a touchdown. And I think this was just a surprise game. One of those weak ones. They didn't prepare for Deshaun Jackson as well as they, as well as they should have. Yeah. Um, Zach Ertz, five receptions for 54 yards, seven targets. A little disappointing, but still the best tight end. I agree. Uh, one of the best tight ends. Kelsey, the- Kelsey is the best. Okay. A- anything else to add? No, this is a straightforward game. Let's go to the Bills and Jets. Oh. oh. This was a uh, comeback from behind. I think the Bills were down 16-0, to zero, and I started Josh Allen, and 
I think at halftime, I was in the negatives with him. Yeah, Josh Allen, 24 for 37, 254, one touchdown, two interceptions. No, they were not his fault. They went through the hands of other receivers first. Uh, yeah, Cole Beasley looked atrocious. Um, Devin Singletary looked great. Four carries, 70, 70 yards. yards. I mean, he he looked good. Uh, yes. Josh think, Allen. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. I think if he's for sure on a roster, is he worth trading for? Or is he going to be too expensive as of right now? You can. I mean, it, people are going to be – everyone likes the new toy. Everyone likes the new rookie or the new starter in an area. So it's it, you're, it's, you're, it's probably going to cost you a little bit. Um, it depends how your lineup is, all that kind of stuff. I would just – I'd leave it. Leave it? Yeah. Is he startable? Yeah. I know. I, I, I mean, flexish. I wouldn't feel comfortable with it. You only got four carries here, obviously. You don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to keep using Frank Gore? Is Singletary only going to be in there so long? I mean, I honestly probably wouldn't feel comfortable flexing him until mm-hmm. I saw more. Yeah, I think we did another, another game of this. Yeah. Uh, John Brown, seven receptions, 123 yards, one touchdown, 10 targets. I think this guy is a deep ball threat, and Josh Allen can throw the deep ball. This is a great match for both of them. I really like this. He, obviously, he obviously feels comfortable with it. 10 too. targets. Um, Cole Be- Beasley, five receptions, 40 yards, nine targets. A PPR potential flex in a deeper league. Other than that, I'm good. He... He dropped some easy passes. He too. did. I mean, he didn't look good. Was not comfortable. I wouldn't worry about Beasley. Um, other than that, Josh Allen. I'm still starting Josh Allen, even though he had a little bit more of a subpar game. He has a couple good weeks. I think two or three, the next two or three weeks are pretty easy weeks. Yeah, especially he's in a weaker division. Um, I like him a lot. Sam Darnold, 175. One touchdown. Uh, you're not starting Sam Darnold. No, of course not. You do like how many times he threw the ball to Love Bell, though. And you also like your boy. He threw a lot to Robbie Anderson. Seven targets. I mean, deep ball targets. Oh, yeah. They're stretching the field with him. He's, I really like that. They're, they're trying to stretch the field with him. They have a great um, high-low. High, Robbie Anderson, low with Jamison Crowder and Love Bell. Great way to stretch the field. Yeah, Jamison Crowder, 14 receptions, 99 yards, 17, 17 targets. Do you expect this consistently on a week-in, week-out basis? I expect high targets for Crowder, yes, I do. I think PPR, half PPR, Go. you can go out and get him. You can start him every week and feel comfortable with it. Um, he obviously feels comfortable with Sam Darnold. Darnold feels comfortable with him. I think they're going to be a lot of targets every week. Um, Lev Bell. Obviously start him. Yeah, there's no question. No matter the matchup, he's your guy. Yeah, he had nine targets. Now, this is one of the more disappointing matchups, I'd have to say. Unless you had Jared, unless you had, uh, what's his name? Cook. Dalvin Cook, sorry. The Falcons and the Vikings, 28-12. to 12. Now, Matt Ryan, I think he played probably one of his worst games than his stats would show. I mean... 46 attempts, 33 completions, 300 yards, and two touchdowns, but two interceptions. Both of the touchdowns are in garbage time. So I don't even, NFL-wise, I don't count them. But obviously, fantasy-wise, I'll take those points. I mean, that offensive line looked horrid. The Vikings do have a stout front seven. Yeah, I mean, 
I can see that. Matt Ryan was under duress most of the game. Uh, that's a big concern for me. Freeman really didn't do much. Eight carries, 19 yards. And a Ito, fumble. And a fumble. Ito Smith, six carries, 31 yards. It's week one. We'll relax. Relax. Wait until next week. Julio, and 11 targets, which is it's very nice to see 11 targets, but six receptions, 31 yards, a touchdown, and absolute garbage time. It's a little disappointing, I'd have to say. Yeah. Austin Hooper, nine receptions, 77 yards, nine targets. Most of it was in garbage time um, when it was irrelevant. I wouldn't look into that too, too much. Uh, Calvin Ridley, four receptions, 64 yards, one touchdown, six targets. That was not in garbage time, technically. No, that was not. I mean, it's hard to say. I, Falcons didn't look good. This game was a pretty much over before it started. Yes. Uh, <laughs> as the next stat is Kirk Cousins, 8 for 10. 10? He had 10 attempts the whole game. So, I mean, this game is, is, this game is a typical week one game. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't um, fully agree there. Big news is, though, Dalvin Cook looked amazing. He looked really good. Really, really good. Really healthy. Uh, obviously, you're going to start him because you got probably going round two or round three. Exactly. Um, easy no start or easy start. Alexander Madison, nine carries, 49 yards. He looked really good as well. Yes, but most of his carries came just, you know, just to give Dalvin a quick breather or in garbage time. So he's worth rostering. But I wouldn't comfortably start him, of course. If Dalvin Cook gets hurt, Madison would be an RB2. I'd almost put him to RB1. He'd be right on that borderline. Uh, Adam Thielen. I mean, we can't really talk about the wide receivers. You have have eight throws. (laughs) Adam Thielen with three receptions, 43 yards. He got a touchdown. Uh, Stephon Diggs, two receptions, 37 yards. I mean, not much to go over on that. Not really much to go over. Congratulations if you had Thielen. Yeah, you got really, really lucky. And uh, the game of the week. Oh, (laughs) Ravens, Dolphins. So, did the Dolphins just give up? I don't think so. I mean, it was horrid. This game was horrendous. I don't think the Dolphins gave up. I think the coaching staff gave up. Yeah, a lot of people are trying to get out of Miami already. Are they the new Browns? Or are the Browns still the Browns? Oh, we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, 59 to 10, if you didn't know the score of the Ravens-Dolphins game. Historically, the Ravens always kill their week one matchup. They've done that last year, scoring almost 60 as well, and the year before that. Both times, put it, all three times, putting up 50 points. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, 7 for 20, 324, five touchdowns, an absolute stud. And I think the biggest thing to go off of here is he threw very accurate. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, his balls were clean and crisp, and that was the biggest issue. I know it's Miami. I'm not looking – I'm not overreacting, but I'm not underreacting either. He looks great, and he looks like he, he definitely could be a quarterback one the whole way through. Oh yeah. If he plays like that, for oh, sure. Yeah. Um, Mark Ingram, 14 carries, 107 yards, two touchdowns. Do we expect all of these on a consistent basis? I don't think I don't think anybody's going to expect Lamar Jackson to do what he did. Mm-hmm. I think we could slice his numbers in half and we'd still be fairly happy with what he did. Yeah, I mean, 
he really didn't even run that much. He did not. Only had three three carries, carries six yards. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Mark Ingram, he's a start. Obviously, we're not going to overreact. We're not going to get into it that that much because it's week one. It was against the Dolphins, which I think they literally gave up on the season before it started. That no. defense is is pretty horrid. Gus Edwards had seventeen carries. That is something to note. Oh, I don't know off the top of my head if it was in garbage time or not. Just as, just as Hill had most of the garbage time carries, he had seven for 27 yards. Yeah, I mean, that's something to note. If Mark Ingram went down, maybe it's Gus Edwards. We'll have to see next week. We will uh, see. Marquise Brown, obviously four receptions, 147 yards, two touchdowns, and five targets. I don't see any of that happening again. No, I don't. He was 14 snaps, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he's a waiver wire guy for a lot of people. He I, could I, be a stash. He he could be a stash. I don't think this will happen again. No, not like that. Eventually, he will have maybe 70 yards and a touchdown, 100 yards and a touchdown. This is his highest game. Yeah, he hit. peaked. Uh, for he sure, peaked. I think he peaked. Um, Mark Andrews. Tight end. This is, I mean, eight receptions, 108 yards, one touchdown. Mark Andrews is definitely streamable, pick upable. Now, mm. would you use a waiver claim over him? Or Yeah. I mean, if, if you have... It depends on your whole roster setup. Say you had Vance McDonald. He dropped his donut, might I remind you. I would look and see who needs tight ends in my league mm-hmm. and then gauge it off of that. I mean, probably six, seven. Yeah. So 7% of your fab of 100% or or 100 fab or about five. It, it's fi- in between five to seven. Okay. Um, but with Vance... I don't think I would go out and do that. With Vance? I, I don't think so. I think I'm ready I, to throw him away. That I, might be a week I'm, one overreaction. Uh, it might be a week one overreaction. I'm just not going to overreact for Mark Andrews. Uh, mm-hmm. If there's a, if Darren Waller's available or uh, TJ Hawkinson's available, then I'm going after them for sure. Yeah, I think I'd go over at least TJ Hawkinson over... Andrews, I don't know about Mike Waller. Uh, Darren Waller. We Darren haven't Waller. seen him. He's Sorry. playing tonight. He's playing tonight. He's playing tonight. So we'll we'll find out what's going on with that. Um, Dolphins game. Fitzpatrick. <laughs> it's tragic. Uh, 14 for 29, 185, one touchdown, one interception. You're not going to be playing him. No. You're not going to be playing. Kenya Drake. Four carries, uh, 12 yards. I, I don't think you feel comfortable playing anyone. No. Maybe Devontae Barker. Devontae Parker, what we've been talking about, three receptions, 75 yards, seven targets. He's the only he's he, Someone's going to need to get the targets, obviously. They're going to yeah. be down most of the time. So why not Parker, in yeah. my opinion? And Adri- Albert Wilson didn't do anything. No, and I, I I'm pretty much. sure he's hurt. So. Yeah. Devonte Parker is only, is in my opinion, the only guy you would even be looking at. In Miami Dolphins, maybe a flex play, wide uh, receiver three. You just don't feel comfortable using no. them. You really don't. No, not at all. No one. 
Chiefs Jaguars. This game was pretty surprising. The Jaguars did put up a fight for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and I mean literally, they put up a fight. It's not surprising. No, not really. Actually, now that you think about it, uh, they're a disaster. Do you think it's the coaching staff, or do you think it's the players? I think it's a mixture of the players. Uh, I don't know. It concerns me that after they had all those issues last year, that it's the same shit week one immediately. Yeah. So do you think that cancer is going to keep going and then Fournette's going to do the same shit he did last year? I think, I, I think it's a possibility for sure. I don't think so. I don't think it'll be that bad. Don't think so? Not not nearly as bad as it was last year, especially mm. for Fournette. Game one. Game one. Motions are a little high. I'll let it slide this time. Maybe I'm overreacting for week one. Ooh. Oh. Maybe. Uh, Gardner Minshaw <laughs> did not play bad. No, he played pretty 22 good. 22 for 25, 275, two touchdowns, one interception. So you're not starting him. Obviously, no, no, no. you're you're not doing anything with him. No, Fournette, thirteen carries, six six yards. Obviously, you're starting him. Got him in the second round. DJ Chark, four receptions, one hundred forty six yards, one TD, four targets only. This is basically a McLaurin to Brown stat line, right? I, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest issue is. He got most of those. He got his biggest chunk of that with Foles. On a, what is that, a 36-yard touchdown pass to him? Foles is not the quarterback anymore. No. (laughs) He's not coming back this season. I think it changes a little bit of it. I also don't feel comfortable when I don't know who, if Minshaw is going to be the guy the whole year or they're getting someone else. They just traded for Josh Dobbs. I think that was more for depth. It might be, but... It can change drastically if someone throws four picks in the game or three picks in the game. So I don't feel comfortable with any of these wide receivers. No. Even before D.D. Westbrook, I'd still pass on him. Conley. No, I'm good. Yeah, other than Fournette, I'm steering clear off this team. Mahomes. I mean, he almost... It looks scary for a second. His ankle twist? Yes. He came back. He seems fine. 378, three touchdowns. He is a no, is a start every week. Of I course. think we all know this. Yes. Uh, big news is LaShawn McCoy and Damian Williams. LaShawn McCoy, 10 carries, 81 yards. Eight-yard average. Damian Williams, 13 carries, 26 yards. That's a two-yard average. Uh, th- that is a two-yard average. LaShawn McCoy looked good. Someone in this backfield is going to get the main carries. I don't think it's going to be a 50-50 split the whole time. I could be wrong. Uh, I think Damian Williams are going to use a lot more pass catching, especially with Tyreek Hill out. Damian Williams? Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Um, Six receptions, six targets, 39 yards for Damian Williams. LaShawn McCoy, one reception, 12 yards, one target. So that's my opinion is he's going to do that. Yeah, I think I would rather roster LaShawn McCoy. I mean, he's going to be much cheaper. You're you're not going to drop Damian Williams. No, you're not going <laughs> to drop Damian Williams. No, but this is a uh if you have neither of them, 
then McCoy is probably going to be the one I'd rather trade for. He's going to be cheaper, probably more better. It's a possibility. It's not overreact. It's not overreact. It's not overreact. It's not. Uh, Sammy Watkins. Yeah, literally. Let's not overreact. Sammy Sammy Watkins, nine receptions, 198 yards, three touchdowns, 11 targets. That's not happening again, though. Let's not overreact. He is going to be the wide receiver one. Especially with Hill gone. Obviously with Hill gone. But let's not assume he's going to be Tyreek Hill. I think Kelsey's going to get a lot of those targets. He had eight targets, three receptions for 88 yards. I think Kelsey's going to be the main guy. They're going to go through him. Uh, Sammy Watkins will be the number two. Robinson. And then go from there. What do you feel about that? Yeah, I think that's fair. But then again, through this offense, that's not a bad scenario for Sammy Watkins. Not at all. I mean, it definitely bumps him up. Is he wide receiver one? He can be. I mean, the the sky's the limit. Yeah, but we yeah. we have seen this multiple times where he gets hurt, or he just doesn't play well at all. Um, but Watkins has the talent. I mean, he was a first he rounder. He got a thousand yards with Tyrod Taylor with the Bills. He can play. So upside there, huge bump for Sammy Watkins. My opinion, trade Sammy Watkins. Trade him. Trade Sammy Watkins right now. I don't think you could trade him. I think you can. You can get so much value for him. You In my can, opinion, but... you'd get so much value for Sammy Watkins. So I would make that trade. I would try to trade someone. What are you for looking that. for? Top tier wide receiver, probably. I think I'd rather or, have or, Sammy or Watkins an, or an RB. You'd rather have Sammy Watkins than everyone? Not everybody, but I mean, I don't think anybody's going to give up Julio Jones or Devontae Adams. You might be them. surprised. You might be surprised on how people panic and see, oh, Sammy Watkins. The upside is there. Yeah. I think I'd you try to make Chris a Carson. move. You go for Chris Carson? Chris Carson. Someone will probably make that deal. I doubt somebody would give up Dalvin Cook, but try. So would you? So Eckler's boom guy right now, right? Yes. Who would you want if you traded Eckler? Who would you feel comfortable? What do you think Eckler's value is right now? The news is that Gordon's going to probably come between six and nine. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, I mean, the value can't be that, that much. It can't right? be that high. So, what if someone offered you carry on Johnson for Eckler? Are you taking that deal? You're, are you taking carry on? Because for, for me, it's a no brainer. Carry on's probably going to be the starter of the whole year. We don't know about that because he played. Not that great against Arizona. I mean, it is week one, but it's Arizona's week. rush defense is horrendous. It's anyway. week one. It's week one. The rush defense is pretty bad, and he was not able to get anything going through that. Um, Let, let's say let's say carry on is is an RB two, just a bottom end RB two. I'd rather have Eckler. You'd rather have Eckler that can only start for six weeks if we, Melvin Gordon comes this is back. Just a report, six weeks. But I mean, if you're gonna get a pass catching back that's you know is going to be a massive threat and a great rushing back you might as well just take the free wins while you have it i don't understand it because you're you're getting more value 
long term. You know for sure carry on's gonna be that start in my opinion, carry on's gonna be the starter of the whole year. I, I don't see him not being a starter. Yeah, uh, he'll be he'll be relevant. So you Eckler, have to look at the Lions. Eckler, they don't run the ball, they don't run in the red zone. Unless he breaks a long one, I don't see him having that much fantasy relevance compared to everybody else, especially to Eckler. So so what value is is carry on? Carry on let's hear, let's where hear, he is. Let's hear exactly well, what, where he is. Well carry on's a round two round two, round three guy. So that that's not where he is. I, I don't understand where that's coming from. Yeah, I under I understand what you mean, but right now Eckler's ceiling is much higher than carry on's, so you might as well just ride it for now. I would trade Eckler. I would try to trade Eckler, and I would try to trade Sammy Watkins. That's just my opinion. Uh, Justin Jackson didn't look bad at all, I mean, in my opinion. That offense is high enough power to the point where they could support two RBs. I mean, I get it in PPR, half PPR, maybe. Okay, think of it this way. But I, I definitely <sighs> think carry-on is... Who's winning more games? What are you talking about? Who's Between the Lions games? and the Chargers, who's going to win more? Maybe the Chargers. Maybe the Lions couldn't beat a horrendous-looking Arizona Cardinals. They're going to be losing a lot of games, and that means Eckler is going to be there. From he is ungame scriptable out. Should we just go? Let's go into the Chargers game right now. Let's let's talk about the Chargers okay. game here. How many carries do you think Eckler had? He didn't have that many, but of course he didn't need that many because he was taking most of them to the house. Look look at that. Justin Jackson, six carries, 57 yards, 9.5 yard per average. Austin Eckler, 12 carries, 58 yards, 4.8. Austin Eckler is the pass catching back out of there, for sure. That's where he got the two touchdowns, seven targets, all that. All I'm saying is... touchdown. All, yes. All I'm saying is there is a high probability, in my opinion, that Justin Jackson can take over that job and be that starter. It would take an injury. And, and if you're going to tell me Austin Eckler is going to be an RB2 to an RB1 with Melvin Gordon is, that's just a flat-out lie. No, with There's, Melvin Gordon there, he's no. He's almost but, irrelevant. He's a flex spot at Yes, best. but, I mean, what's the chances that Melvin Gordon comes in and just steals the rollback? I mean, if he comes in, he's, he's not coming gonna, to not play. He's not going to steal the rollback. They're going to give him the role. They want to win a championship. That's what they're there for. Yes, I understand the money aspect for it, but you're still paying the dude, so you're not going to play him because he didn't come in till week six. They'll play him. They'll play him if he comes. I mean, he has to. He can come week ten. I think week eight is the last, isn't it? Uh, I think it's week. I think they have a bye week, so technically you're also obviously we don't see it eye to eye. No, we not don't. even no, close. No. Not e- not even not even close. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't see that. I'd at least ride it another game or two before you trade him. I I can understand that. I I can get behind that. I just long term, I see carry on is definitely the best option. If you can make a trade for that, who would you feel comfortable with if you could trade Eckler? What would what would your trade be? Let's see. This is a good question. I would like Thielen. I'd do Thielen. If somebody offered me Thielen for Eckler, I'd probably do it. If somebody offered me Brandon Jake, uh, Josh Jacobs, I'd probably do it. If somebody offered me, so are you just low on Carry On? Because like Carry On was drafted in the third round, roughly, and then Josh Jacobs was. Roughly in the third round, but carry on was before him, and then Thielen was like fourth. 
So are you just low on carry on? Do you have no, like, do you not think of anything on carry on? Is, um, my, is my main. He's just scary. I mean, carry on had 49 yards last game and they were winning most of that game against the bad team. I don't see a high ceiling for him unless he just randomly breaks a long one. Okay. I love it. Love it. Love it. I love it. We don't see it eye to eye. That's fine. I like it. Good good arguments. I like it. I like it. Why don't we go to your favorite player in the world? Let's hear it. Where are we? Titans Cleveland. <laughs> you know who your favorite player in the world is? Let's hear Would it. you trade Derrick Henry for a carry-on? That's actually a good one. Uh, I would know. No? No. But... I think David Henry's not a bad option. David Henry? Who's David Henry? Derek Henry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw Will Let's kick the game-winning field goal after Deshaun Watson just drove down the field in the 20 seconds to take the lead with 30 seconds. Who did he throw? Who scored? Kenny Stills. Stills scored? Kenny Stills took it, and then with Damn. like 10 seconds left, Drew Brees drove down the field, and then Will Let's kick the game-winning field goal. That's Fuck, insane. Man. That's crazy. Um... Titans. Marcus right. Mariota, 14 for 24, 248 yards and three touchdowns. He played pretty well. Granted, he didn't need to. The defense did what everything. What the fuck happened him. to the Browns? Doo-doo Browns. Hey, the Browns always get you. Fucking doo-doo, man. They, they, they um, get you. Do you feel comfortable starting Marcus Mariota at all? No, not yet. Um, Derrick Henry. Yes. 19 carries, 84 yards, one touchdown, 4.4 average, and no one really else made any carries. I think no. that's pretty big. And Derrick Henry, one reception, one TD, two targets, 175 yards. Yeah, I mean, the 84 yards and a touchdown to the 19 carries was already a really good stat line for him. Yeah. The 75 yards off a touchdown, off one catch, that's just icing on the cake for your week. Mm-hmm. I don't see that happening again. Yeah. But the 84 yards is what I'm looking at right now. And the touchdown, he's definitely startable. I mean, this is a... Browns team that probably got demoralized halfway through the game. But, I mean, they're committed to running the ball. I still do not like Derrick Henry. No, I don't like him. I don't think I could ever change unless he has multiple, multiple, multiple games. I just don't ever feel safe with him. No, you don't feel safe with him. But, I mean, you're going to start him most likely. You draft him so high, you're probably going to start him. So, week one, let's not overreact. Um, AJ Brown, three receptions, hundred yards, four targets. Do you do you feel comfortable starting any wide receiver on Titans? No, no, I don't see AJ Brown doing what he did. Three t- three catches for a hundred yards. I mean, Corey Davis, three targets for nothing. Yeah, Corey Davis is droppable. You think so? Yeah, just don't bother with him. If you're gonna have a one player on that team, you might as well just have AJ Brown. It's aggressive. It's aggressive. Is it? I feel it, like it's not that aggressive. I think it's pretty aggressive. Why don't we just get into the Browns then? They were pretty sad. Yeah. I mean, it was it was very disappointing. I mean, they went from like Super Bowl contenders to maybe wild card. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. We're we're not going to we're not going to overreact. It's here. not overreact. It's not overreact. But he cost me a week. <laughs> So you're a little aggressive. Yes. Uh, 25 for 38, 285, one touchdown, three interceptions. I mean, 
the offensive line didn't look good. No. At all. I mean, the Texans do have a very good defense. Titans? Titans. I know what you meant. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's still very disappointing. He did have a safety, too. And at least one pick six. He he didn't look good. No. At all. Um, Nick Chubb, 17 carries, 75 yards. I'm not concerned about it. How do you feel about Chubb? You would like to see a little bit more, especially if Baker's struggling this much. I feel like they should have leaned on him a little bit more than they did. I think they should have carried, gave him more carries. But, I mean, think about it this way. 75 yards and then say he had a touchdown. Because the Hilliard carry, I don't know why the hell they gave it to Hilliard. That should have been a Chubb carry. It should have been a Chubb carry, uh, Chubb touchdown. I mean, and then you're talking completely different it's about Chubb. It's a whole different style. So I'm not concerned about Chubb at all. Odell Beckham, 11 targets, 71 yards, 7 receptions. I mean, I'm I'm not concerned about it. I'm still it, starting regardless. Yeah, it's, it's a week one situation. Is there anyone sleeper-wise you're looking at for waiver wire? I mean, for me, it's all cut and dry here. There's nothing really... Yeah, I'd at. rather have Rashard Higgins over Landry. Oh, but um, other than that, no, I'm fairly staying away from this team. Okay, uh, Chargers Colts. This is interesting. Yeah, thirty to twenty four. This was a this was a good matchup for sure. Jacoby Brissett twenty one for twenty seven, hundred ninety ninety yards, two touchdowns. Looked pretty good. It wasn't bad at all. Uh, surprisingly enough, he he didn't do that bad but Marlon Mack was a monster oh yeah he was carrying 25 carries 174 yards one touchdown seven yard average he made some carries that I didn't think he could do no I mean he looked great he had that agility he had the speed he had the strength he was complete background right? uh, yeah I mean it it was awesome it was a great showing from him uh, wouldn't be concerned about him this season so far at, at all I mean, um, this is a week one sample size. Yeah. But look it, good. it looked really good. Um, T.Y. Hilton, eight receptions, 87 yards, two touchdowns. One of those touchdowns he pretty much made himself. He yes. looked good. Looked good. He looked good. But, you know, his concern is later than the year. Yeah. I mean, w- he was the only one with anything over five receptions i mean he's deon kane was two for Devin 35. funches was three but he's gone anyway yeah i mean there really wasn't anything so you're really gonna have to see who kind of steps up as that wide receiver too especially with funches being out paris campbell i mean you would think would try to move into that slot or deon kane i mean one or the other will have to keep an eye on that but jack doyle and eric ebron one reception 20 yards for Jack Doyle, one reception, eight yards for Eric Ebron. Yeah, unless one of them scores the touchdown, they will both be irrelevant in fantasy. Yeah, you don't feel comfortable starting them at all until you see something different? Exactly. Okay. Unless one of them has the job outright, I will probably stay away from them. Okay. Uh, Phillip Rivers, 25 for 34, 333 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Melvin Gordon, who? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, their team looked great. They're definitely a playoff caliber team. Probably going to be a wild card, knowing the Chiefs are still in the division. Uh, but, I mean, let's get to the main story. Austin, Austin Eckler. Oh. Oh. You want me, Jinx, you want me to Damn it. I, right. I want a Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. I want the Dew, obviously. Right, fine. Come on, what is this? Um, Austin Eckler, 12 for 58, one touchdown. 
uh, looked good. He looked good. Uh, and six receptions, 96 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, I don't see that happening again, but the carries to yards is very ideal for him. Yeah, and I know we got into this earlier. Justin Jackson looked good as well. Six carries, 57 yards, 9.5-yard average. Um, I'm higher than Nader is on him. Uh, yes. It's it's a guy to look out for. Uh, but Austin Eckler looked great. Uh, what's your opinion on Justin Jackson? Could you He's flex him? Could you flex nah. him at all? No. Nah. What's what's Austin so. Eckler? Is he an RB1, RB2? RB, as of right now, he's high-end RB2 to low RB1. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, we'll keep looking at it. It's only week one. We'll kind of go from anymore. there. Obviously, the carries were not a 50-50 split, no, like they said. Two to Twelve, one. Yeah, 12 to six. So, I mean, Keenan Allen... Eight receptions, 123 yards. Looks great. We we said he was going to look great because Melvin Melvin Gordon not not going to be there. Um, Allen he was going to get fed. Oh yeah, we I believe we ranked him what number nine on our list. I think so. And he was gonna he almost got three touchdowns that game. Uh, he he was going to be relevant. He looked great. I think as long as Gordon's not there, he's still going to do amazing things. And when Gordon's there. It's not really going to change too, too much. No. Uh, Hunter Henry, four receptions, 60 yards, five targets. It was later in the game. Uh, Mike Williams went off with an injury, two receptions, 29 yards, three targets. Uh, other than that, I don't see anyone else that was. No, I don't see anything else. Viable. But the Bengals and the Seahawks. This yeah. game was very disappointing if you had anybody on the Bengals other than Andy Dalton. I I mean, Andy Dalton, 35 for 51, 418 yards and two touchdowns without A.J. Green. That's that's a very good stat line. And I mean, you so so when I say that, when I when I say 418 yards, two touchdowns, what's what's your mindset? You think Tyler Boyd had a massive game? You sure would assume that. <laughs> John Ross. John Ross, out of all people. 158 yards. Now, last podcast, I said John Ross is going to be somebody to look out for. You did. And he has said, better pick me up, better start me now. Oh, he said that. He said that. Oh, he's he's shot calling, huh? He's shot calling. This just shows Marvin Jones. Doesn't know what he's doing. Or Marvin Lewis had no idea what he was doing. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, John Ross looking great, 12 targets. I mean, he's going to be away from that happening guy. again, though. I, I don't – it's hard to say. I don't think so. But it's a completely new offense, and it's coming from the offense from the Rams, a Sean McVay offense. So, are they using John Ross like a Brandon Cooks? Or could they be? Could they be? Yes. But – do we think it's likely? Likely, no. 158 yards and two touchdowns. I don't think that's going to happen again. I mean, Mixon went down early. They couldn't get any type of running game going. And one of his long touchdowns should have been picked. Exactly. That was, <laughs> but we're not saying you don't want to pick him up. He's definitely a waiver, waiver wire claim. Tyler Boyd, eight receptions, 60 yards, 11 targets. I think he had 50 of those yards in the first drive. Yeah, I mean there there was no rushing game in this or no rushing in this game at all. 
Seven carries for Gio Bernard, 21 yards. Joe Mixon, six carries, 10 yards. Oh, that hurt. It hurts a lot. It did. He definitely costed you that week. CJ Uzama, four receptions, 66 yards, five targets. A guy to keep an eye on. Yeah, but as of right now, Tyler Boyd and John Ross are going to be the guys. Yep, I agree. Uh, Russell Wilson, it looks like the normal Russell Wilson. Yeah. Is they're running the ball 14 for 20, 196, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, he's going to have 20 pass attempts per game. Probably not much more than that. Unless it's a shootout. Yes. I mean, I, I think they're planning on leaning on Carson pretty heavy. Uh, 15 carries, 46 yards, one touchdown. Uh, he didn't have that great of a game. No, he did not. Um, he had a much better receiving game. My, yeah, my my big thing, big note here was six receptions, 35 yards, one touchdown, and seven targets. That's what you love That to is see. huge for people saying he's not going to be a PPR guy. Oh, no. Or a half PPR guy. They said they wanted to get him 50 targets. He's on target for he's, that. He's probably going to get more if they keep this up. Um, Rashad Penny, six carries, 18 yards, didn't look very good. Um, wasn't even relevant in the receiving game. No. Uh, Carson is the back there. Yeah. If Rashad Penny plays like this, he's probably getting cut. I mean, not this year, obviously. I I don't think he'll get cut this year. I don't think, I don't, the way (laughs) he plays right now. That's a hot, that's a hot. Is that? Hot take. That's. That's really hot. He won't be on the Seahawks if he plays like this. Uh, I mean, we'll have to see. Let's see. DK Metcalf, four receptions, 89 yards, six targets. I am not very high on DK Metcalf, and I never have been for for multiple reasons. Injuries, route running, uh, hands. But it does not matter if you get volume and your quarterback trusts you. Because that's what it looks like. It, it looks like yep. Russell Wilson is trying to go to DK Metcalf and feels comfortable because six targets, Tyler Lockett, two targets. The person highest of DK Metcalf was seven targets was Carson. Yes. Now, side note, Tyler Lockett got doubled all game. And leaves DK wide exactly. open. And we could see more teams leaning onto that because Tyler Lockett is just that explosive. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what happened with rookie receivers this week, but they all just went off. Usually it takes a while for them to get in the system, get comfortable, but there's there were some big games for sure. Why don't we get into my favorite game of the day? Oh, boy terrified Niners Buccaneers 31 17 we're gonna start off with my buddy Jimmy G here oh really he's your buddy now huh? he's my buddy do you guys talk to each other on the weekends <laughs> if we did I'd tell him he played a horrible horrible game uh 18 for 27 166 one touchdown one reception everyone thought it was gonna be a big game obviously that did not happen and Jimmy G definitely didn't look like a fantasy relevant quarterback no I think it was fair that nobody really expected him to be that fantasy relevant. It doesn't seem like he's going to be one. You know, the Niners run first, play action, dump it off to George Kittle. Yeah. Um, it was it was a rough game. Yeah, but mostly the offensive line had 
as many holding calls as you can count. I believe the stat was Jimmy G had four touchdowns called back due to penalties. And if that's going to happen on a consistent basis, then this offense is going to be something you're going to stay away from, especially when you drafted Dante Pettis so early and he had two snaps that whole game. Waste. That was pretty bad. It was horrible. Now, he did have a quad injury, but you expect a little bit more than two snaps. The wide receivers, it's a wide receiver wasteland. Yes. I I just, I don't feel comfortable with anyone there. Um, George Kittle, 10 targets. Anyone else, there was nothing over four targets. So it was Kittle all day, and it will be, which is comforting for the Kittle owner. Um, Raheem Mostert, nine carries, 40 yards. Brita, 15 for 37, 2.5 yard average. And then Tevin Coleman, obviously, six carries for 23. That is hurt, and we went over that earlier. Um, Raheem Mostert is a guy to look at, like we said earlier. Yeah, now that depends on if they tape, if they pick up Jeff Wilson off the practice squad, then obviously how we look at this backfield is going to change. But if it stays a two-headed monster with Mostert and Breida, then I will put my chips on Mostert. Nice. Let's get into the Buccaneers. 20 for 36, 194, one touchdown, three interceptions for Jameis. It's definitely a disappointing game. I mean, the Niners secondary is not known for takeaways, so seeing this is a little surprising. And it is an upgraded front for the defense for the Niners. I mean, you got Bosa, you got Ford. It it was a good-looking defense for the Niners for sure. They looked good. Um, Winston did not look good. No, not obviously. At all. Um, but someone I did think looked good was Ronald Jones. Thirteen carries, seventy-five yards, five point eight. And it's not about the stat line here. When he got the ball, I saw some burst that I didn't see before. My opinion, and I know you're not going to agree with this, probably is Ronald Jones. They're going to see what Ronald Jones can do this season, and then they're going to go from there. So I think Ronald Jones will win that spot. What's what's your opinion on that? I think Peyton Barber still has his backfield as of right now. I mean, Ronald Jones did have one catch for 18 yards. Very good. But I think uh, our boy Ugadabugadi has the third downs under lock right now. He had four receptions, 33 yards on five targets. Yeah. No uh, carries at all. So uh, Ronald Jones, 13 carries. Peyton Barber, eight carries. There was a, a decent difference for the carries for him. Yes. Um, Ugo de Bugatti had four receptions and five targets. So he definitely is going to be a third down back. I think they feel more comfortable with him picking up blitzes and, and blocking for Winston. Uh, how do you feel about the wide receivers, though? Chris Godwin, three receptions, 53 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, that's a good game. It would be horrible if he didn't have the touchdown, though. So, I mean, we could definitely switch up the stats or, you know, take a step back and realize it wasn't that great. Mike Evans, I mean, Richard Sherman was on him almost all game. So two receptions for 28 yards. Uh, you'd like to see a little bit more out of him, out of this matchup over here. And O.J. Howard, I think he's the main story. People expected big things out of him. And a measly four receptions for 32 yards. It's just not going to cut it in the tight end position. Yeah, and and Mike Evans obviously two receptions for twenty eight yards. It was a 
it was a rough game for everyone for Tampa. It, obviously, it's week one. We'll see how it goes next time. Jameis also had two fumbles. I mean, it, it was – and O.J. Howard had a fumble and a fumble lost. I mean, it, it was a long game for Tampa. It was not a pretty game. We'll have to see what happens next week. Yeah, I think this is going to be a bottom-tier team making it so that somebody like Peyton Barber isn't going to be as relevant just due to the fact that they're going to be throwing it a lot. Yep. And Cowboys, 35-17 to against the New York Giants. Uh, the big story here is Dak Prescott looked amazing. I thought the story was Daniel Jones played. Uh, no one cares about Daniel Jones. That's a lie. Uh, Dak Prescott, no one cares, literally. Dak Prescott, 25 for 32, 405 yards, four touchdowns. And like we said when we were going over quarterbacks, I was surprised when I looked at his stats and statistics. He was very good. He's he's been very good. A very consistent, very good quarterback. And and it is surprising me a lot, but you can obviously see this season is with a new offense spreading it out a little bit they look great i really like the, he has a lot of weapons now he's got michael gallup he's got cooper and he's got randall cobb yeah i mean he's got i think people. that helps for sure gallup looked like he made a jump uh, yes. seven receptions 158 yards he looks great um we'll have to see what happens next uh, he had seven targets, so he caught every single target he got. Mm-hmm. Amari Cooper, six for 106, one touchdown, nine targets. He looked good as well. Like we said before, he is pretty inconsistent. Uh, I still don't feel safe with him until he's more consistent every every week. Yeah. So, obviously, you're going to start him and kind of go from there. Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb, four receptions, 69 yards, one touchdown. He looked good as well. And with Zeke being back, that was pretty big. So Zeke had 13 carries, 53 yards, one touchdown. They didn't use him as much as they will later on. Um, Pollard had the same carries, 13 carries, 24 yards, 1.8. Zeke is going to be a monster. I think we don't really need to go over any of that. Yeah, I'm not too worried about Zeke. With Pollard really kind of having an underwhelming performance, I think that just solidifies Zeke's role in this offense. And, I mean, I think we knew it anyways. You don't pay someone 100 and whatever million dollars or $90 million to not feed him the rock all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eli Manning, 30 for 44, 306, one touchdown. Uh, not a lot of people are going to be starting Eli Manning. There's not a lot of upside. Saquon just – Looks amazing. 11 touches, 120 yards. It's... <laughs> picking up where he left off. Yeah, it's it's not even... I mean, Wayne Gallman, two carries, 17 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, he, stole he stole a touchdown, touchdown from Saquon. Saquon does all the work, and then I guess he takes it. Uh, Evan Ingram had a huge day. Uh, 11 receptions, 116 yards, one touchdown, 14 targets. He was the number one tight end and that's uh, what we're hoping and and that's what i think you're hoping with evan ingram that upside um especially in ppr and half ppr is is the targets you're gonna get a whole bunch there's not a lot on this team uh to zone in target and ingram is going to be that main focal point i think uh I definitely Ster- agree yeah sterling shepherd six for 42 seven receptions pretty underwhelming uh, you yeah. like the targets 
you like the receptions, the yards and the touchdowns just don't match it. I think if that's going to be the case, then eventually the numbers will follow. But as of right now, he's not going to crack your starting lineup, but he's going to be good for depth. Yeah, Cody Latimer, three receptions, 74 yards, eight targets. I mean, he had a pretty decent day, but nothing you're going to really look at. No, I don't think that's replicable. Next game, we are going to talk about Cardinals. We're going to just ignore the fact Daniel Jones came in and went three for four with 17 yards. I'm completely ignoring the fact that Daniel James Daniel Jones came in. That I'm gonna call him sad. James. Rude. I'm just gonna call him James from now on. No one cares about James. Twenty-seven, twenty-seven. Cardinals, Detroit, tie. We get a tie in the first week. Jesus. This is such a sad game to watch, honestly. I mean, Matthew Stafford, twenty-seven for forty-five, had a good game. Three eighty-five, three touchdowns. He looked really good. Uh, carry on underwhelming game. I think we talked a little bit about it before. 16 carries, 49 yards, zero touchdowns. Uh, it was C- overwhelming. Very un- overwhelming. Un- underwhelming? Underwhelming, sorry. That's how <laughs> upset I am at his stat line. We're going to have an English lesson later today. You think so? Yes, for you. We're just going to go over it a little bit here and there, and you can talk to me about math. I couldn't even do that. Well, then you're useless. <laughs> Uh, C.J. Anderson, 11 carries, 35 yards. Um, T.J. Hawkinson, I think, is the biggest news. And six receptions, 131 yards, one touchdown, nine targets. That's very good. We knew he was a talent. Tight ends, it usually takes a little while to implement, but he looks great. Right off the bat, I mean, you like his targets, you like his receptions, and you like his production. But I do not think the 131 yards and one touchdown is going to happen just like that. I expect the targets and receptions to be the same, but I'm expecting probably around the more 50 yards, not necessarily 131. Which is like a tight end two or a tight end, lower end tight end one. Yeah, probably. Because tight ends are trash. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're basically hoping 50 yards in a touchdown. So, I mean, he's a, definitely a viable option. Yeah. If he, if he can put up a game like this, yes, you can feel comfortable putting him in your lineup. Oh, yeah, I because feel. this is high upside. Yeah, for and sure. You know, he could potentially hit that. Mm-hmm. A lot of tight ends can't do that. Uh, Danny Amendola, seven receptions, 104 yards, one touchdown, 13 targets. Do you think this is going to keep happening? No, I think this is just an anomaly. Uh, you like that word? Say it again. Anomaly. <laughs> Genius. I know. Genius word. I Not love bad. it. I love it. I don't expect it to happen again. I still think Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay's are the guys. Uh, I mean, he may be a PPR, have PPR type of guy. But in standard format, I'm going to just strike this one as a week one game and then move on. Marvin Jones, four for 56, four targets. And then Kenny Galladay, four for 42, one touchdown and nine targets. Yeah, I mean, Galladay, you're starting. Galladay, yeah, he's a mu- Mar- basically must Marvin Jones, I think Marvin Jones and Amendola is going to swap. Marvin Jones is going to get more targets than Amendola. I, I don't have a lot of faith in what Amendola was doing. No, um, not at all. We'll have to see. It's only week one. Yes. There's going to be a lot of changes. Uh, Kyler Murray had a very underwhelming game in the beginning of the game. I think for the first three quarters, he was probably pretty, pretty trash. Pretty horrible. Yeah. Uh, 29 for 54, 308, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, later on in the game, he definitely 
they picked it up and they came back and were able to go into overtime. Um, but before that, it was three and out, three and out. It was it was Sack. not pretty. Sack, three um, and out. Sack. David Johnson, 18 carries, 82 yards. Kyler Murray, three carries, 13 rushes. Larry Fitzgerald had some big catches down Oh yeah. Down the stretch. We saw those. Later on that game, eight receptions, 113 yards, one touchdown, 13 targets. Um, I think he's going to be more of a safety net for Kyler. He should be. Uh, I, I definitely think he's a guy you can feel comfortable with as a low floor wide receiver. I don't think the okay. upside is that, that high, but a low floor if you need a starter you can feel comfortable with him yeah I could feel comfortable starting him uh, David Johnson six receptions 55 yards one touchdown yeah he's just doing what he does Seven becoming targets. that dual threat back which is awesome it's what you expect out of him I mean it took kind of a little bit of a deep bomb just bad coverage over the linebacker in order for him to get that yards and reception and the touchdown but I mean you'll take it yeah Keyshawn Johnson, five receptions, 46 yards, 10 targets, uh, just about the almost the same as Christian Kirk, four receptions, 32 yards, 12 targets. Is that bad? Um, I don't think it's bad. I think they obviously want to go to Christian Kirk, and they wanted to go to Larry Fitzgerald. Kirk obviously didn't do much with his targets. Like we said, the first three quarters were rough. I, I, I'm not going to blame all that on Christian Kirk, but – it concerns you for sure. I don't feel comfortable starting any of them. No, uh, I would like to see what they do next week. Um, but you gotta like the twelve targets. Yeah, typically when you see high targets, you'll see high receptions, and then of course the yards and touchdowns will follow. And Patriots Steelers. This game was sad. This game was frustrating. It's really frustrating to watch. Just let it out. Let it out. I mean, James Connors putting work. How much work is he putting in? I mean, he had... Not a lot. <laughs> exactly. That's the issue. He had, I mean, 20, 10 carries for 21 yards. So what, you're, so what you're saying is he's overrated. Nah. They just need to start realizing that they need to run the ball. And they just don't do that. It's really frustrating to watch. I mean, they see the Patriots are in nickel and dime. And they just say, hey, we're going to play into that, even though they have some of the best secondaries in the NFL. I mean, they were down pretty quick. They got and down then, because they let them to get down. That's the only way they get down. Well, they played. <laughs> their play calling was terrible. I mean, they were third they, in goal, and they decided to kick the field goal. They also had Dante Moncrief with 10 targets, three receptions for seven yards, and he dropped three balls. Absolutely useless. Yes, he's droppable. Get him out Absolutely of here. Absolutely useless. Get him out of here. Literally what I've been saying. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster wasn't, I mean, six receptions, 78 yards, eight targets. Took garbage time. Um, yeah. And James Washington, two for 51, six targets. It just, it, it was a hard week one to watch. Uh, they didn't look good. James Conner only got 10 carries for 21 yards. That can't happen with them. It he's was. got to get rushes. It, the, the bottom line is the Patriots look really good. Yeah, Patriots are very good. Looked really good. Really um, good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's nothing really else to touch on that point. We're ignoring the Steelers. Let's go to the Patriots. <laughs> I mean, they also, Sony Michelle had 15 carries for 14 yards. That's horrible. It's really bad. It was a bad day. Bad rushing day 
for most players. I mean, it was it's. I mean, it's Ju- Julian Elderman was one for one for thirty-two yards. One carry for eight yards. No, he threw a pass. Oh yeah, it's because he's a stud. Yeah, remember, uh, I believe they said it only a thousand times that he played quarterback in high school. Something like that. I don't know. Probably. He did. Did he? I don't know. He went to high school with him. Yeah, it was the, our, that team was really good. I was a freshman; they were senior. That team was really good. I don't remember much from it. All I know is they won CCS. They were really good. Uh, Tom Brady, twenty-four for thirty-six, three forty-one, three touchdowns. He looked great. Tom Brady. There's nothing Tom Brady's really. Uh, Rex Burkhead with the eight carries, forty-four yards. Does it concern you for Sony Michelle? I mean, it's that that's a horrible stat line. 15 carries, 14 yards. They Literally tried to nothing. Get, the good thing is they tried to get Sony going. They gave him the ball. The bad thing is he did absolutely did nothing with absolutely it. Absolutely nothing with it. So, I mean, I'm going to chalk it up as week one. Week one blunder? Week one blunder. But, I mean, you can't complain about 15 carries. You can if there's 14 yards. Yes, you can. <laughs> then that you, you can't complain about. But True. Uh, James White, four for 26. Uh, Rex Burkhead, eight for 44. Um, Philip Dorsett, four receptions, 95 yards, two touchdowns, four targets. Uh, typically, when you see a Patriots receiver do this, you'd go, oh, yeah, you should pick him up. He's definitely worth a waiver claim. But they kind of have somebody named Antonio Brown coming in. Let's get into Antonio Brown. Do I know you, you'd love to get into it. I, I want to – well, no one cares about Antonio Brown in the first okay. place. Okay. He's prima donna, child. Um, Clown. Do you think first he's going to work in Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh? And, or in, oh, well, that obviously didn't happen. It, it didn't work. <laughs> For the Patriots. Uh, thank you. With Edelman, Gordon, and him. He's not going to be nearly as productive as he was with the Steelers. No, I think a lot of people think it's going to be a huge upgrade. No. Uh, I think his floor will be higher but his ceiling is lower. Exactly. Because the Raiders, you know they were going to feed him. He was going to get tons exactly. of targets. There there wasn't that much talent there. Uh, Williams, I like Williams. He looks good. Darren Waller, we were watching a little bit of the game. Waller looks pretty good, but Antonio Brown's a different breed. Uh, so he would have got fed, but you have Julian Edelman, you have Josh Gordon when they already have... Uh, established players. Es- established players with, with Brady and... I could see him being very frustrated with not getting the targets that he wants and how much and getting into it with Tom Brady. That's not going to go well. Mm -hmm. I could definitely see that. I don't see him getting nearly the amount of targets, the amount of receptions, the amount of yards, the amount of touchdowns. It's just not how the Patriots work. Because, I mean, what were you thinking? Raiders were going to target him 130 times. At least. Okay. Do you? I don't think he's going to go over 100 with the Patriots. No. I, I think I it's I think it's in the ninety range. I'd probably say less. I mean, you know, Edelman's going to get his share for for sure. And you know I know Gordon's going to get his share. They look great. You know, and James White is going to get his yeah. share. Yeah, they they look great. So I mean, he could be very viable. But with all of that, it's hard to see him having the same upside as with the Raiders. No, I'm definitely going to downgrade him. Yeah, uh, Josh Gordon looked great. Uh, he only had four targets, three receptions. Uh, Julian Edelman is the guy the offense is going through. 11 targets, six receptions, 83 yards. As they should. He's definitely yep. a stud. Yep. Perfect. 
why don't we get right into waiver wire god all right baby this is where you win the championships right here and let's do the waiver wire the draft it'll get you to the playoffs but if you want to win the championship goes through the waiver wire and first and foremost you probably should be targeting john ross i mean tyler boyd's there andy dalton looks like he's gonna have to throw the ball if he wants to get score some points without that rushing game we don't know how long joe mixon's gonna be gone John Rosh is going to be my number one waiver wire claim. He just looks good now. Looks like he's gained a step. Comfortable in that offense. Andy Dalton looks comfortable with him. And he's a playmaker. He catches the ball. He could take it all the way. Looks like a little Tyler Lockett, if you will. Oh. So, I'm going to go with my waiver wire guy. Jameson Crowder. New York Jets. I like it. Uh, PPR, half PPR. Sam... Darnold obviously feels comfortable with him. 14 targets right off the bat. Uh, 17 targets right off the bat, I think. Uh, you're going to feel comfortable being able to start him and your wide receiver three, wide receiver two, and, and no-go start. Perfect. Feel comfortable mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, I feel like he's... Where do, you, where do you rank him right now? For what? Like a, like a wide receiver two, three, flex. I would feel comfortable starting him as a wide receiver three. Why'd you say for three? If you're going to get that much volume, you are super relevant in half yeah. PPR. Especially PPR. those. Especially those. I mean, even standard, because you can get a whole bunch of yards. Maybe a t- His touchdown upside is not that high, because he's so small. But mm-hmm. half PPR and PPR. That's where, that's, it's way, that's where it's going. My number two claim is going to be McLaurin. Mostly from the fact that he just doesn't have much around him to compete. Uh, right now, it looks like Case Keenum looks real comfortable with him. It looks like he's comfortable in that offense, and he's got playmaking ability. They don't really seem to have a running game with guys gone and AP being a healthy scratch. Uh, he just looks good in this situation right now. His best competitor is probably Vernon Davis. As that being said, he's probably same position as Jameson Crowder. Wide receiver three, solid flex, and I feel pretty comfortable starting him. I like it. My next one, number two, is Ronald Jones. And I know we keep hearing about Ronald Jones all the time. Mm-hmm. He looked good. He looked explosive. He looked pretty good. He this looked is coming from a Niners fan. To, to me, he looked like the best back for the Buccaneers. Peyton Barber, we know what he can do. I think it's time to see what Ronald Jones can do and see if he can take over that backfield. And that's high upside for me. Oh, yeah. You take the high upside where you can get it, especially in the waiver wire. Uh, My third pick is going to be John Brown. I mean, massive deep threat. Josh Allen can throw that deep ball. He's got a little shiftiness to him, a little agility. You like it. When you see something like that, where it's a good scenario, a good match. You got to take it. You got to ride it. And it showed the first week. Josh Allen was slinging that ball to him when it wasn't throwing picks. So that being said, I feel like he is probably higher than McLaurin. But just due to the situation of McLaurin, then I would personally rank him just a tad bit higher. Because they have no wide receivers exactly. in Washington. Yes. I understand that. My number three guy is Malcolm Brown. 
So everyone drafted Daryl Henderson. Mistake. High, and it seems to be a huge mistake. One carry, zero yards, nothing. Uh, 11 carries for Malcolm Brown with, I think, 54 yards and two touchdowns. It looks like he's going to be relevant, and it's going to be a timeshare for the Rams. So I want a piece of that timeshare at least, oh, yeah. in my opinion. With, so with that offense, with that with that upside, I think Malcolm Brown is a top guy for sure. Mm-hmm. Where do you rank Malcolm Brown? Is he RB two right now? I would say like an RB three. RB three flex. Yeah. You need I, to see I, a little bit more before. Yeah, I I need to see more and then see. Yeah, it's only week one. We're not going to overreact, mm-hmm. but it's a guy to have there that could be a boom guy that help you out mm-hmm. to oh. win that league. Now, my le- fourth and last guy is going to be TJ Hawkinson. We saw what he did to the Cardinals. He absolutely torched them. And we saw that there are no tight ends anymore in the NFL. So if you had Vance McDonald, everybody was very high on Vance McDonald. I, I'm personally dropping him. And I will be trying to get TJ Hawkinson in that case. Uh, Vance McDonald did not look good. He barely played. And Ben Roethlisberger didn't play or didn't play that well, and they were throwing the ball all game. So that being said, T.J. Hawkinson looks like he's going to be a solid pick there, and I will take him in a heartbeat. I like it. I have a tight end as well, Ooh. and it's not going to be a surprise. Darren Waller, 6'6", was a wide receiver. I know there's a whole bunch of hype from Hard Knocks. Uh, we watched a little bit of the game already. They, they're using him. They want to use him. John Gruden's offense goes through the tight end. He is going to be, in my opinion, hot take. A tight end one. Tight end one? By the end of the year. Oh, yeah. I could definitely see. For sure. Derek Carr loves his safety blankets. He likes those little in crossing routes. I I, I I just, especially with Antonio Brown there, there's so much upside with him, and they were already using him. So that's my guy. Uh, anything else to add? Hmm, don't overreact. Don't trade away your team. Wait a week before well, you do that. Yeah, relax. But try to take advantage of a guy that might be panicking. That could be the difference maker because he might just do something really stupid. Love it. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too.